Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. So both Susan and Laura are still working on some other projects, so it's just me today. The title of today's episode is The Enemy is Afraid. And our scripture for today is from Psalm 23, verse 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. All right, so for the past few weeks, while spending time with the Lord, He has shown me that the enemy is scrambling, trying to find ways to get out of the utter defeat that is headed His way. Satan will not win this battle. He will not win this war. He will lose. And God will have the victory, which means we will have the victory. The enemy is afraid because he sees God's ecclesia, that's His church. We are rising up. We're standing together, praying to our Father in heaven. He knows we are receiving revelation from God that will help in destroying him. You want to know what Satan fears? The answer is simple. He fears God. And he fears Christians that know how to pray. When he looks upon us, he sees Christ within us. He knows that we will stand up to him. And he knows that we will put on the full armor of God and fight him. And the most wonderful thing is happening all around the world right now. People are waking up. They are answering God's call. They are questioning the lies that we are being fed. The enemy sees this and he's afraid. You see, God knows all. He sees all and he hears all things. There is nowhere the enemy can hide that God doesn't know about. He knows each one of us well. And I want to share a vision and a word the Lord gave me earlier this year that will put this in perspective for you. And I received this word or vision on September the 7th of 2023. While I was praying on this day, I asked the Lord to show me what was on his heart, what he wanted to say to his children. And I then found myself standing with God down in the deepest part of a giant glacier. I was amazed as I looked around me. There was natural light, and I discovered it was God's glory that shined all around us. A glacier is a large mass of accumulated snow and is compressed into ice by new snow over many years. It begins to flow outwards and downwards under the pressure of its own weight. I could see deep crevices and caverns. In some areas, the walls of ice went up as far as I could see. There were giant icicles hanging from above, and there were giant shards of ice coming up from where we were standing. The Holy Spirit revealed that we were several miles beneath the ocean. And this particular glacier was thousands of years old. It was breathtaking. And the Lord walked to the center of the cavern that we were standing in, and he pointed to a shard of ice that was sticking up. He said, This is the beginning of this glacier. It started right here. I know it well. I know every snowflake that has fallen here. I know every drop of water that has adhered to this glacier. I know the height, the depth, and the width. Of this glacier. I know every part of it well. I know when the snow fell and how long each snowflake has been here. 
I know where this glacier started and how far it has moved in the Arctic waters. I know it well. And I walk with the Lord. I walked with the Lord and listened. Sorry. I get emotional thinking about this. I walked with the Lord and listened as he pointed out different things to me. Sometimes we glided over deep crevices. And I touched the ice and I was so amazed because I knew it had been there for thousands of years. And I felt honored to be shown this. And I asked him, Father, why are you showing this to me? And I loved his answer. He said, there is nothing that I don't know intimately. I know every drop of water, every snowflake, every blade of grass, every piece of dirt or sand, every flower, every tree, every seed, every child, every person, every animal, every single thing on earth. I know it intimately because I created it. Psalm 139 verse 16 says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. The love that I felt coming from him while he spoke these words, it overwhelmed me. I felt the depth of his love for all that he has created. And I stood there watching him. And I began to cry, sobbing at the wonder of who he truly is. Our God, he's he's wonderful. He's mighty. He's magnificent. And he loves us so deeply and so thoroughly. And he said, I know that many are questioning all the things going on right now. They want to know where I am. They question if I even exist. And I say to them, I am here. I have always been here. I know them well, yet they do not know me. I long for them to know me as I know them. For the ones questioning what is going on, I say to them, I know every detail. Just as I know this glacier, how it started, every aspect of it, I know all of what is going on. I know every conversation, every evil plan, every single person involved in trying to harm you. I know it well. And I will tend to every single one of the enemy's plans. Some of you are saying, the enemy is getting away with it. The enemy is winning and we will lose everything. And I say, he will not get away with any of it. And he will lose. Because I know all and see all, the enemy and all that have partnered with him will be seen for who they really are. They will look like the fools they are. All will be revealed and you will see the gestures, the jackals, and the fools. You will know who they are. I will not leave any detail out. But first, I ask you to trust and have faith in me. Get to know me so you are no longer deceived. So you no longer wonder what I am doing. Get to know me so I can reveal these things to you. Today, I encourage you to seek me. And with all that I am, I will show you how much I love you. And just so you know, we've already won. Your victory is assured. Wow, thank you, God. First John chapter 3, verses 19-20 through 20 says, This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in His presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts, and He knows everything. Our God continually assures us that He knows all that's going on. He is not far from us. He is right here, and all we have to do is seek Him, 
and he will reveal great and mighty things to us. And another thing I want to share about this vision when I was standing next to our father, I noticed his robe. It was beautiful. The train was long and it did not hinder him at all when he walked. And at one point I gave him a hug and I melted into his robe. His arms wrapped around me and I felt so safe and secure, so loved. And his robe, well, it was soft. It was so soft. It was wonderful. This experience assured me that God knows every detail of everything here on earth. There is no way the enemy will be able to hide anything from him. God knows all of it, and he will expose everything the enemy has been doing. And we are not to fear anything because our Father has it all under control. That's the good news, right? He is working. His angels are working to eradicate all the evil. And not only are God and his angels working, but we, his children here on earth, have partnered with him. And together we are working to remove the enemy from all that he has control of. We will remove him from the top of all seven mountains of our society that he's currently in control of, that we've allowed, we've allowed the enemy to be in charge of all these things. And I talk about this a lot because it's so relevant to what we are dealing with. Uh, Those seven mountains are media, government, education, economy, family, religion, and arts and entertainment. And all that comes from a prophecy that the Lord gave Johnny Enlow. It's the seven mountain prophecy. So, you know, there's so many good things going on that we don't see or hear about. So I want to encourage you today. God is working and our enemy is terrified of what he's doing. We have nothing to fear because God will take care of Satan. We just need to continue to pray and stand. We need to listen for God's voice and obey when he tells us to move. And I want to read some scriptures that will encourage us not to fear. The first one is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Joshua 1.9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Psalm 34 verse 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 6 says, So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And James 2 verse 19 says, You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. Wow. You know, the devil is not afraid of Christians who do not know the word of God. They are empty and defenseless. Without the word of God, which is our weapon, they have no way to combat him. The enemy hates it when we pray. And he will do all that he can to prevent us from doing just that. And he also hates it when we read God's word, because it is truth and it will set us free. It will give us knowledge that will help us defeat our enemy in every attack that he sends our way. When Jesus was confronted by the devil, he used the word of God. And that tells you there is power in his word. It is so important for us. And I cannot stress this enough. It is so important for us to read, understand, and know the Bible. It is God's word. And there is so much power in his words. 
Satan fears the ones who know the word of God. He fears the ones that are deeply planted in the word of God. He fears the ones that know Isaiah 54 verse 17. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. He fears the ones that know Exodus chapter 14 verse 14. The Lord shall fight for me and I shall hold my peace. He fears the ones that know Psalm chapter 18 verse 2. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust my shield and the Lord of my salvation and my high tower. He fears the ones that know Psalm 20 verse 7. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. Amen. Satan fears the ones that know Romans chapter 8 verse 37. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. He fears the ones that know Psalm chapter 27 verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid of? That's a good one. He fears the ones that know Romans chapter 10, verse 9. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. You know, I hope this is encouraging to you. When we know the word of God, the enemy cannot touch us. He will try. But as soon as we recognize it, all we have to do is start speaking God's word and he will flee. Satan uses many different instruments to shake or rattle us into submission. A few of these instruments are fear, false doctrines, deception, and condemnation. Fear is a big one. And we've actually done a few episodes about fear. So if you're struggling in this area, if you struggle with fear, I encourage you to go listen to them because they will encourage you greatly. You can overcome fear. You can do it. Fear is a big distraction that ultimately takes our focus off of God, who commands us not to fear anything, but instead to trust in him. Yet when we fear, we find that our focus is on the thing that we fear. God doesn't want us to fear. Just seek him and you will find his peace. And then there's false doctrines. You know, they can be found all around the world. The enemy loves to twist God's word, which causes chaos and confusion. We are definitely experiencing a lot of chaos and confusion right now, right? And then there's deception. That's also a big one. This is the one area that is going to boomerang back onto our enemy. The lies that have been told for so long are going to come out. The devil can't hide from God forever. So many people are involved in covering up lie after lie after lie, and God will bring all of it out into the open. Truth is coming. Praise God. And then there's condemnation. Satan has the power to throw thoughts into a person's mind, and you would be amazed at how many of us listen to these thoughts and act upon them instead of using discernment to throw them out of our minds before they cause any damage. Satan doesn't just do this to non-believers. He does it to believers, too. He does it to everyone, right? He continuously condemns us in subtle ways. He will continue to beat us down with thoughts that he places into our minds daily if we allow him to. But when we do realize these thoughts are not of God, but are from our enemy, then the game changes. We know how to shut the enemy's voice out, and it is by the word of God. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 says, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And that means that we are to take every thought that is against God into captivity and cast it down. Do not entertain the thought. Simply cast it down because it is not truth. It is of the enemy and we are to have nothing to do with our enemy. How do we do this? How do we know what's against God, right? Well, the answer is simple. Know the Bible. 
Know God's word. I said that earlier. It's so important. Once it is within you, you will know if it is truth or not. And if it isn't, cast it down. And another reason why Satan fears Christians who know the word of God is because the Bible, God's word, it leads you to holiness. It draws you closer to God and further away from your enemy. The word of God has this amazing capability to touch the deepest part of a person's heart and mind. It has the capability of making a person sensitive to sin. The enemy knows this and he fears it, right? Once we know sin, once we don't recognize sin, we're going to try to flee from it, right? And we can do that with God. The Bible sometimes points out things to an individual that no one else can. It has everything we need for this life, and it prepares us for eternity with God. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Praise God. That's a good one. The answers to all that we need are not in men or women. It's not in doctors or specialists. The answers to every single thing we need are in the word of God. His word is complete, finished. It carries all that we need within it. Our enemy knows this, and he desperately tries to keep us away from anything that has to do with God or his word. Because, like I just said, all of our answers are in in the word. They're in the Bible. Satan fears the knowledge that comes from intimacy with God. He fears us when we fully grasp that knowledge and we understand the power and authority that we have over him because of it, right? Satan fears people that know James chapter four, verse seven, submit yourselves therefore to God. I love this one. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The devil is an expert at trickery and deceitfulness. He knows how to twist God's word around to benefit him. That is why it's important. It's so important. I've said this many times already. We have to know God's word, read it, study it, get it deep down inside of you so you may withstand the enemy's wicked ways. Satan fears the ones that give themselves over to God, for they will learn how to defeat him. There is no one higher than God. And once we submit our lives to him, no weapon formed against us will prosper. When we choose not to serve God, we allow the enemy to rule and reign in our life, and it will never get us anywhere good. We will never have peace. We will always have drama and suffering wherever we go. God's word is knowledge that the enemy does not want us to have. He prefers to keep us in the dark to God's truth of living in peace, joy, harmony, and freedom. The enemy will do all that he can to stop or disrupt your prayer life. He will keep you busy, focused on other things because he doesn't want you growing closer to God. He wants to keep you focused on worldly things, not spiritual or heavenly things. Satan hates a Christian that prays. A Christian that prays learns to recognize and hear the voice of God, and they will begin to live a life of obedience to the things that God has called them to do. This sends the enemy into his tailspin because it disrupts his plans of destruction over our lives. The enemy becomes angry because we begin to take authority over every evil, wicked thing that he's doing. We learn how to come out of agreement with different spirits and lies that are causing chaos in our lives. We learn how to break the chains that are binding us to the evil one, and we learn to walk in freedom. Satan fears the ones that are totally submitted to God, the ones that are obedient to the word of God, even when they don't understand it, or even when it's painful, right? That those are hard times that you have to deal with. But when you love God and when you trust God, no matter what, he will guide you through it. 
Their trust and their faith is in God Almighty, and they will not be shaken loose from their deep connection with their Creator. Think of Job, right? The book of Job. He had everything taken from him, his children, his family, and it was through no fault of his own. His health declined, yet even through all of this, he did not sin, nor did he blame God. Job was completely sold out to God so much that no matter what happened to him in his life, he chose not to let it affect his relationship with his creator. And in James chapter four, verse four, it says, adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. As Christians, we cannot love the world and love God. If we want to be a part of this world, then we are partnering with Satan and he will lead us to a path of destruction. It's not something you want to do. Ultimately, we will take on the character of the world or Satan instead of the character of God. And the worldly ones are living for self, right? Christians live for Christ. These lifestyles are polar opposites of each other. And Satan fears the ones that are totally sold out to God. He does not fear Christians that go to church on Sunday and go to the nightclub on Friday nights. He doesn't fear Christians that are not sold out to God. This is because he still has influence over them. He can whisper a thought into their mind, and they will usually act upon it. He fears the ones that will capture those thoughts and speak God's word over it. He fears the ones that know God intimately. He fears the ones that go to other people sharing God's truth. And many Christians all around the world are hated because of this. John chapter 15 verses 18 through 19 says, If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. You have to choose, right? You can't live for the world and live for God. Your choice will affect you eternally. You will either spend eternity in heaven or you will spend eternity in hell. And once you choose to live for God, the enemy will do everything he can to stop you. But you got to stand strong. you got to have God's word deep down in you. The enemy is afraid of Christians who do not compromise on the word of God. It is truth and it does not change. They never go below God's standard. They use the word of God as their daily guide. Christians use God's words for direction and guidance in their life. This is something we should all strive for, and that is to know God's word and to have a consistent prayer life. When the devil sees someone praying and fasting, he fears them. Can you imagine that for a moment? The devil fears you, right? When you exercise discipline in your spiritual life, the devil actually fears you and what you're capable of. You know, when praying about this episode, I asked the Lord to help me explain what our enemy is afraid of, and I loved his answer. I received this word on November the 2nd, 2023. Jesus said, the enemy is afraid of the knowledge that you have inside of you that comes from a relationship with me. If you don't know me, you are an easy target. Lack of knowledge will destroy you. The enemy will show no mercy. He isn't capable of it. Once you have accepted me, you are still a target, but he has to be crafty in how he tries to pull you away from me. My truth is knowledge that will stop the enemy in his tracks. The more you seek me, the more my knowledge and revelation pours into you. Then the enemy knows his game is up. Once you find me, a light is placed inside of you that terrifies your enemy. I love that. As you start your journey with me, 
that light burns brighter and brighter, and it angers the enemy because he knows you are learning the power and authority that you have over him. Yes, Lord, thank you. He is full of hatred and rage. You are full of love and peace, and love conquers all things. Your enemy will fall to the ground in defeat every single time he encounters love. The enemy uses fear and deceit to trick my children. They don't understand the things they know nothing about. But once they encounter my love and my truth, their spiritual eyes begin to open. That scares the devil, for he knows he is losing another soul. The devil thrives in a world where there is a lack of knowledge of all that I have done and all that my father has created. And even though it is hard to imagine the devil being scared or fearful, I can assure you that he is terrified of my children, the ones that seek me for wisdom, the ones that seek my truth, my word, and they grasp it deep down within them. The devil is terrified of you, for he has no power over you. And my children are waking up to the knowledge they have been lied to. They know they have been tricked. They are awakening because they know things are not as they seem. And your enemy is running scared, for he knows all of what he has been doing is about to be revealed. The enemy is afraid, and he has good reasons to be. My children, stand strong. Stand up. Do not back down. I am coming to show you what your enemy has been doing. I am coming to defeat him. Yes, he is afraid, as he should be. He is afraid of you because he sees me in you, and together we will defeat him. Do not fear. I am always with you. Wow. Thank you, Lord, for your encouraging words that are full of revelation. Knowing that the enemy fears God should put our hearts and minds at ease. We have nothing to fear, but our enemy, on the other hand, has everything to fear. He is fighting a battle that he will lose, but our focus should not be on him. It should always be on Jesus. When we focus on him, the things of this world become less and less attractive. When we focus on our Savior, we encounter a peace that surpasses all understanding and a joy that can only be found by having a relationship with him. The enemy is afraid of the many people awakening all around the world. He is afraid that we will figure out his game. He is afraid because he knows that there are more of us than there are of him. And once we truly understand this, once we come together in unity, it is over for the enemy. You know, God is speaking to his prophets, and he has told us over and over again that there are more of us than there are of the enemy. God has spoken that unity is coming to the body of Christ. And when we pray together, the one thing that Satan fears the most will happen. And we know that he fears God. Matthew chapter 18, verse 20 says, For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. When we pray together, Jesus shows up and the enemy loses every single time. As more and more people continue to wake up, God is sending his angels to teach them, guide them, and prepare them for the changes that are coming. And you can bet the enemy is running scared because he knows what God is doing. And he knows his time is running out. All right, it's time to close. And I hope you know and understand that as a child of God, your enemy is afraid of you. So keep moving forward into the things that God has called you to do. You have a purpose. You are here for a reason. And that terrifies your enemy. All right, guys. So please join me next week. I'll be right here. 
And I want to close with this scripture from Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 through 3. It says, But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much for all that you do for us, Caitlin. And there was an article that I found that had some useful information in it. So I'll put the link for that article in the notes section of this episode. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere that you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is susanoffen.com. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. We want to thank you for listening. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives' activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.